my name is Miriam, your host at the Holy Life Podcast. This space is here to uplift, guide, and encourage you. As you listen in, you'll find relatable experiences, guidance, and practical tips that can help you as you navigate the difficult seasons of change, loss, waiting, whatever season you're in. Together, let's notice the ways in which God is near and how His goodness is still showing up for us in the midst of this season. Well, hello and welcome back to another episode here at the Holy Life Podcast. My name is Miriam and I'm the host here. Thank you so much for stopping by and listening in. Today, I have another very special guest with me, my friend who is also going to share, as you've heard in other stories, in other episodes, she will also be sharing part of her story and just how God's been helping her and showing up for her in times of need. So friend, please introduce yourself. Hi, thanks Miriam for having me. I'm so excited to be on this podcast. Um, I've heard great things um, and I know you're, it's awesome just working with you and getting to know a little more of this podcast. Um, my name's Alexis Devez. I'm 27 years old. Um, I've been married now for almost three years um, in a rela- long relationship of 10 years. Um, I studied political science. I am a local Chula Vista in San Diego from, you know, all my life. Um, I'm also Mexican-American. My family comes from Mexico. I was born and raised here on this side. Um, and currently, I am running my own business at the moment. Thank you for sharing um, a little bit about you. What story would you want to share with our listeners today? Yeah, Um there's obviously so many struggles that every person can go through in their lifetime. Um, but I think one that came to mind particularly and most recently, actually, I wouldn't say it's, it's a struggle that, you know, has been traumatic or anything like that, but it's definitely one that has changed my perspective. And I think it's worth telling because I feel like there might be a lot of people that are on the same page or, or might go through something similar. Um, But really, it all, the experience I want to talk about is mostly from really during the pandemic, and as I'm sure, as it affected so many people in the world in many ways, many more negative ways than positive, unfortunately. Um, And that's really where it started. Um, I I will say that I, I, I was raised a Catholic. I've always believed in God. Um, So the presence or idea of God is not new to me. Um, But it it has changed my perspective in the past two, three years, mostly because I feel like I went through such a transformation and I'm still going through it. Um, But recently, so in those, when the pandemic hit, I was working almost, I was about two years in my, my full-time job. I was at a public affairs firm. um, And I knew from the start, it was not my place to be. Like from the minute I started, I I knew I was like, okay, this is just a stepping stone in my life to get to where I need to go, whether that that be local government or whatever it is that life would take me. So when the pandemic hit, I was already struggling mentally in that workplace. It was just a very toxic workplace, as I'm sure a lot of places are. Um, It was definitely clashing with my my values, my identity, who I am, 
as a person, as a woman. Um, and so when the pandemic hit, hit, we all went, you know, virtual online, offline. Everything got actually worse after the pandemic. It, it was just even more toxic, um, just threats about me not doing things a certain way or speaking up on certain things that were just looked down upon. And, and I was, you know, I was a lucky one in that workplace. I feel like I was doing well. Like if you saw me from the outside, I was excelling. I was getting my promotions. I was doing my work well. I, it looked, it seemed to appear that people loved me in the workplace. Um, but it was only so I was offered these leadership opportunities, but I couldn't really take action or speak up and be part of the conversation. There's a difference between putting someone in a position just so that you do their work or you do the things that they do and you keep your head down. So that was something I struggled with for a long time. And by the end, two years ago already, so I can say it's already been two years since I left. So I decided to resign. I left everything amicably you know, no hard feelings. I just was very honest and said, you know what, this is just not my calling. I'm not meant to be here. And I feel like I've learned what I need to learn. And now it's time for me to go somewhere else and figure out what it is that I want to do with my voice, with my background. Um, so I left. I, I And it was a very hard decision for me because I'm such a type A person where I'll be mm-hmm. like, I don't do things without a plan B, plan C. Yeah. And that is one of the struggles that I have dealt with my whole life is just living with anxiety and always thinking ahead, always worrying mm-hmm. about the future and not having a backup plan. And, 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 and especially with the pandemic, it was like, there is no backup plan. There is no plan B there. You know, it is just so uncertain, right? Everything was just like, so, so uncertain and so scary. And yeah. for me to say, I just can't do this job anymore and I don't have a backup. That was very, that was a big step for me to take as as being a person that likes to control everything. So that was the first thing that I did. And when I did that, I felt so free. I knew the consequences of leaving is like, okay, well, I'm going to be, I'm going to have more free time, whether, you know, that's a, that's a good thing. That's, it is, it it was such a blessing to be in that position. Mm -hmm. Um, And when I left, I just kept feeling like these things didn't fit in my life anymore. And I kept, I, I finally said, okay, I'm speaking up. I'm, I'm going to say no to this. I'm mm-hmm. going to say yes to this. So shortly after I left, this was probably like maybe six months down the road. Um, I was trying to figure out where to go. I started applying to jobs and, you know, being in politics, it's been a challenge for me to kind of see where I align yeah. with my values and everything. And, and I just felt like the road that I thought I should go was just, it kept closing doors on me. And so I said, okay, it's not here. It's not these jobs that I keep applying to. They just, they're not lining up for me. Mm-hmm. So what am I supposed to do? So literally in that time, what I'm, what my experience comes from, it's really a place of gratitude of talking to God and really sitting down in silence. And it came to that point where I was like, I don't know what it is you want me to do. Like, I don't know where I should go. I thought I was doing the right thing. I thought I had everything planned out. Mm. And so during that time where I kind of sat down, I didn't know what else to do. I, I started praying and, and, and sitting in silence and really waiting for, for some kind of response from God. And it wasn't until probably like a few weeks later, my younger brother, who is 
you know, he's very active and he's, he's doing so amazing in his career. I'm very proud of him. We've been very close, close knit. Um, yeah. Kind of came to me one day and he was like, Hey, so I have this opportunity. I don't trust anyone else more than I do when, than I trust you. What do you think? So basically he had a business he had started like a consulting public affairs business. Mm-hmm. Um, but he just, it kind of sat on the back burner. He took a bigger, bigger role that he got offered. So he just didn't have time. You know, it was just sitting there. Uh-huh. And he was like, I don't know, you know, what it is you want to do, but maybe this could be an opportunity for you. And I, I had prayed to God. I had asked God, show me where it is I need to go. Uh-huh. I, I, I feel like I keep hitting this, this roadblock and I just keep getting hit in the door wherever I kept applying or, or just something felt wrong from uh-huh. those interviews. Yeah. And when that happened, he's like, we should just like start our business. And I was just sitting there and I was like, no I was like no 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 you're crazy like, like no like huge imposter syndrome came in I was like oh, hang on god I, I I asked for a position some kind of job position that I would like uh, you know an employment right not a starting helping start a business and it freaked me out I, I was just like no absolutely not i don't even know what i'm good at what do i offer and he's like you've already Mm -hmm. been doing all this we're just gonna just try it like what else do you have to lose so yeah that was like a turning point for me because after that i was like no 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 i was like freaking out and that week i like sat down and then i was like okay is this where you want me to go is this what you've been trying to tell me and until i really faced that and said okay i accept the doors i swear just like opened up and all these opportunities came pouring in and it was just like you know again it's more this whole experience comes from a place of complete gratitude as to why i wanted to kind of learn more about god like really have a relationship with god not just wow what I thought, you know, can I ask God. you? I, okay. Yeah. So what you're telling me is that God did something so major and big for you before you started following him. So I know, you I think so. Him. Yeah. I mean, really were, following him. Yeah. Wow. Like, because I think it's so important to note that as I come from a Catholic background too, and it's very ritualistic, right? What they teach us. And we don't really learn yeah. about a relationship with Christ. But what you're saying mm-hmm. is God has so much grace in your life that he blessed yeah. you in this way. And out of that gratitude, you, you're like, whoa. Like, yes, man, absolutely. That is and, such, and- so beautiful. It, it really is. And I'm very grateful to be going through it, to realize, to really open my eyes to that because it was not only that, right. The job, it yeah. was, it was before that, like I said, so my husband and I were getting married in 2020 COVID hit wedding was moved twice, three times, three times our wedding was moved. I felt <laughs> like it was the end of the world. I felt like it was the end of the world. My dreams were shattered. Yeah, you know, I mean, <laughs> like no one, no one wants their plans messed up. And um, 
and in hindsight, like now that I see it, I'm like, no, it all happened for a reason. And it actually made our relationship so much stronger. It made, it made us get closer to God. And, and you know what I was thinking, like during this time, and I'm sure a lot of couples that were getting married, were going through it too. It's just yeah. like you were saying, like so many instances that don't want to keep people close to God, don't want to keep people married or, or take that next step in holy matrimony. And the minute when we did walk down, so we got married through the Catholic church. Like, again, I uh-huh. was raised Catholic, but in this process, I have just become so much closer and wanting to learn more about having a relationship with God. And the minute we, we got to our wedding day last, last year already, the actual party, so the, the ceremony. Um, oh. And when we walked down the aisle, because we're walking down the aisle, right? Um, and I see the cross and I just kind of was like, and I looked around, I see all my friends and family were there. It was packed. It was a full house. Everyone was there. Everyone was ready. We were all healthy. We were well, we were alive. And I was yeah. standing there at the altar and I said, thank you. Thank you. Like I, after that, I was like, no, like how can I not want yeah. to listen, want to seek a relationship, want to serve you? It, yeah. it, it really was, like I said, a place from gratitude. Wow. That's so beautiful. I'm like, wow. Like that's so awesome because I, I never really, you know, it's so often that we hear stories of people choosing to follow Christ out of suffering, right? Mm-hmm. Because we're going through really hard times, we seek Christ. And you were going through a hard time. I mean, going through what you shared about your job is significant. Having the burden of working for people that don't align with your values. And that's hard. That's really hard to go through, right? Because it is, yeah. You love your job, you love what you do, and for it to just clash with what your deep inner like spirit tells you that is not right, that's hard. And I and it Very took a hard. And I want to commend you for your courage to be obedient to that voice that was telling you that this was not right for you. That takes a lot of courage. And it does. It really yeah. does. And also, you also had so much courage <laughs> as you listened to your brother. And you stepped out <laughs> faith and you said, okay, I don't, I'm not, no. And then you did it. it. It's really like from what you said right now, I thought about that a lot, how a lot of people turn to God in their, maybe the lowest points of their life, yeah. which I think whatever gets you to that next step, yeah, all for it. And I think right. any, any of these obstacles that we go through, really are placed in our lives because god knows that we can handle them yeah and until we realize that you say and even in those moments where you're like wow i have been so blessed Mm -hmm. how can i not how can i not want to serve god how can i not want to seek a relationship and conversations because he does respond maybe not instantly or not mostly not in the ways that you ask you right. know i yeah. i asked for something else yeah <laughs> i i was asking for something maybe more mediocre and i guess maybe in his his eyes and he'll come to you and and humble you and be like nope this is what you should be doing and you're scared mm. but it's okay I'm here with you and that has helped me 
kind of learn how to take off that load off of me mm-hmm. and putting it on it, it really is life-changing to do that yeah it sounds it sounds amazing and like it was life-changing I mean that's so I'm so glad you guys were able to experience that so that you could you know start like working on that relationship with Jesus well not really working right because you don't yeah work through it but you know what I mean so yeah what about so okay so your your wedding you were one of those that was stressing out on COVID (laughs) yeah two of my coworkers had the same thing I feel so bad because it's like your dream right to get married of your life is such a big deal so you were you going through your wedding struggles and your work struggles? At oh, the yes. Yes. Oh it was like a bomb. And oh. I, like I said, it was just the breaking point, I think, oh. where I realized. And then I realized again, like in the moment, you know, I was, I was crying and I was like, this, like I don't want to reschedule two years. This took two years ahead to have oh. the actual party. We did get married legally. We moved in. You know, we weren't going to set that back. But it it took a while for me to kind of get out of that box of stop crying. Like me, I was just whining every day, like crying about I hate my job. I'm so sad. Like this doesn't work. Everything sucks. I mean, the world is horrible. It was just so pessimistic. Yeah. I was so sad. Just like I'm sure so many people, you can't go outside. You can't travel. You can't right. do this. Uh, just so many things being told you can't do this you can't do that until you finally get to a point you're like you know what I cannot wait for the world to to start turning again you just you can't and really like come it won't (laughs) it's up to you it's up to you to get up and say okay how am I going to make the best of this how am I going to get through this and like I said like getting through that process was very challenging for us as a couple because you know, wedding planning is already as stressful as yeah. it is. And add on all these financial hardships and COVID and this and your job. And, and you're just like, are we, when are we ever going to get there? You know? And we just kept our eyes on the wall and eyes on God. And literally a few weeks before the wedding, my husband was starting to get a little anxious. You know, things come up a few okay. few weeks before the wedding, you know, like yeah. there's like, this is missing and this person yeah. can't come. And, yeah. all these things and i i told him i said i'm not worried like i that was maybe one of the first times i could say that i was just calm in a time of chaos which is usually not the case <laughs> um and i told him i said no nope, i have there's no other way this is going to turn out because i know god god has us and he's going to get us to that day so you just just keep your eyes on him and don't don't turn back and like i said it was just an amazing day and I couldn't have imagined anything going better than that day it was just I was filled with so much more gratitude and and I really learned what matters it's not the party it's not the fancy things and you know who's there at the end of the day with you guys supporting you and we have each other I mean there's nothing more important than that yeah that's so awesome so awesome and so what what would you say are some like attributes of God that you've learned as you've gone through all this so since COVID what about God's character have you learned so yeah I think what I have learned first and foremost is that he's forgiving 
Mm. And he, he is just waiting patiently for you, for me to let him in, to welcome him in, in our homes, in our lives. So patient. (laughs) And (laughs) he, he has plans for us that we don't see sometimes. And not what we ask for at times but they're bigger and than what we can ever imagine because he really knows who we are and who we are meant to be and who our true selves are you know so what i've learned is is him just being so patient with me and that's kind of helped me on myself right i'm very hard on myself Mm. when i'm you know going through all this imposter syndrome like i keep taking my credits away saying that ah, it's not really me it's someone else or like oh it's because of this never really giving credit to myself um of the person I am yes I'm emotional yes I'm a little dramatic and I, I'm very organized and I like things organized um but he's taught me to look at myself in such a different way and be forgiving of myself mm. and that just makes it makes it easier and it's not perfect like I have to do it every single day every single day I yeah. forgive myself and I accept myself just as God, God does. Yeah. And to do that, that is, just, I think that's like the first and foremost step to take because mm-hmm. he's already doing it. He's already doing it. Why can't you do it? You know? Yeah. Yeah. That's so true. It, and, and it's so true. We're like, we're, we are our own worst critics. And I, I agree. I totally agree with you that it's, if we could see the way, see ourselves the way God sees us, gosh, we could conquer the world. (laughs) The world would be such a better place. Yeah. Well, the Bible does say we are more than conquerors through Christ. So we already are conquerors, but we don't even know that, you know? So, so, um, do you have like, is there a song that like, like really carried you? I like to think back to the years of my hard times and I'm like, man, this song was a theme of my like season or is there a script yes 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 actually i have so first and foremost esther's story Mm. inspired me as i went you know started going back to our church and learning and it was during that time where i was kind of like stirring up and these changes were ready to be made uh Mm -hmm. it was definitely the scripture and esther's that says if i'm sorry it, it goes um such a time for such a time like this right yeah Um, her story inspired me so much and I felt so in relation to what she went through she felt like she wasn't ready to take on what it was her calling she was scared and they were like if you don't do it who else is gonna do it who else is gonna speak up and make the change it's you it's up to you so going through that I I definitely definitely related to Esther's story the most and actually another song um it's called and i love this song because i actually heard it at our church it was a special and i haven't heard it since uh-huh. um it is called moving St- still rolling stones it's called i don't know if you've heard uh, it you know uh, which one yeah lauren daigle sings it yes that it's- song that song wow yeah spoke volumes to me and I would play it all the time and it just motivated me and it still does. I just, the message it says, you know, it literally says out of the shadows headed for the gallows. Like you, you, 
you took me out of the shadows literally and it's teaching you to rise up so I think those two were just like well I always I always go back to them I go back to them because scripture I have learned and I'm still learning I I, you know I'm not gonna say I'm a person that knows every lecture and scripture and page by heart I'm still Mm -hmm. learning but now I'm learning to see wow like there is a lot of messages in here that (laughs) I can apply to my life it is literally a guide for your life yeah yeah I'm so grateful and it's so true it really is a guide for your life (laughs) and you can find answers to everything you just I think learning to you know interpret it I, I believe a lot of people have challenges with understanding what it means it's not literally it's more figuratively but once you do kind of well, what does this mean? Or this story? I want to learn more about this person. Um, you learn so much and you, you always, always go back to have it like saved on my phone and I'm having a bad day. I'm having a bad week or just going through something. And I look back at, I'm like, nope, like you have to keep reminding yourself of what God wants you to hear. Because sometimes it, mm-hmm. you know, most of the time it's very hard to hear through all the noise of every day yeah. of your daily life and, you know, stress and this and problems and, and it's so hard to hear what God wants you to hear. And, and you need to block out those lies, those mm-hmm. angry voices that you have in your head or that people are telling you Yeah. and open yourself to hear that there's only one voice I should be hearing and it's God and God's is never, never going to shame you. It's always going to be mm-hmm. a positive one and it's always going to be lift up lifting for you. So yeah. that's kind of what I've been trying to train myself to do because they do get those bad voices. They start to get more silent as you learn to listen to the good things that God has to say. I love that. So the voices start getting more silent. So as we start wrapping it up, uh, I want to ask you, how did you stop feeling overwhelmed by reading the word? Cause you, you mentioned that it can be overwhelming, right? To read so much and it mm-hmm. can be, sometimes and sometimes we don't understand what the word of God says and like you I'm not an expert either you know I don't know I can't tell you like oh yeah I know everything about the word of God (laughs) we're all learning right yeah best we can do is continue to learn but what would you say to someone that's listening that's never really in the word of God um to not feel overwhelmed what would I would say (laughs) um when I started so I downloaded the Bible app actually because it gives you like a run through like a short little snippet that you get to read each day um, and then a video that kind of explains what it means to you so I thought that was super helpful in like Uh, taking a first step and apart from that apart from that is also um, and I'll also look like when I don't understand something I will search and say what is what's the meaning behind this you know Mm -hmm. Um, and what really, I think what catches a lot of people's eyes or attention, maybe, you know, obviously, our, I mean, the church we attend is amazing. And I, I feel like I've always resonated with the way that they, they teach and they talk about the Bible because it's very, I can understand it. And it's very mm-hmm. like applicable to your life every day. Yeah. I would say even start, like start going online and maybe seeing scripture videos from, you know, different um churches there's some really cool ones out there and 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 they're motivational even if you're not you're not there yet you're just not sure you know 
just reading it uh, every single day, hearing those words, download yeah. the app. I think the app is great because like I said, it's very hands-on user-friendly, teaches yeah. you a little bit. It gives you something every day and you don't, you just, just, just maybe like two minutes of your day and yeah. you get to learn more about it every day. Yeah. And I think it's the, like you mentioned, the app is super simple. I'm going to post the link to that Bible app um, on this episode's um, bio, because that way you could just click it and download it if you don't have it. Um, yeah. And it's so, it really is. So I, I have a few devos that I read on there every morning before I start my actual study. <laughs> yeah. Oh God, and that's what a lot of, it, it just starts your day off. Right. And then yeah. it's cool. Cause there's images you can save where you can maybe put it as a background or keep it in your photos of a scripture that you might like, and you can save and highlight. And so that's kind of what's helped me really understand it because it gives you a breakdown of what it means. And there's just so much technology out there today um, that it's definitely made it much easier to kind of dive into and understand what it actually means or how to apply it in your life. Yeah. And I love that you said that if you don't understand something, you take that extra step and you research. Because I think we are so used to having everything given to us and just provide mm -hmm. for us. I love that you said, I research if I don't understand something. Like, so friends, get curious. Get curious and, and seek to understand and say, okay, what does this mean? Because I don't understand what this one word means. Or sometimes I, I like to know like the Latin word, like the Greek word, <laughs> the Hebrew word I like to break mm -hmm. it you're like what does this mean yeah <laughs> because I agree I, it really is curiosity yes curiosity and and knowing like okay I don't have all the answers this person may not have all the answers but the internet I mean there's I mean also like let's do it with caution because there's a bunch of crazy things on the internet mm -hmm. but <laughs> yeah get curious about a scripture if we don't understand what it means let's get curious right well i want to thank you alexis thank you so much for sharing your story i know that you listener were blessed by it because though you may not feel that the story is the same your story your current season is the same i know that alexis's gratitude story of gratitude and how god pulled her through these dark seasons in her life during covid you know god really showed up and he's waiting to show up for you but are you noticing i want to invite mm -hmm. you eyes and ask god to help you notice the ways in which he's showing up for you right now and what that response needs to be um alexis as we wrap this up again thank you so much for saying yes for coming on and sharing and having so much courage to share your beautiful story. I'm sure you have many and I would love to have you again to share more. <laughs> I love this. This is so fun. I, I've always wanted to be part of a podcast. I, I hear them all the time. I just haven't taken the courage to actually go on. Um, and this is amazing. I, I, I hope my story, you know, can help any person out there that maybe feels the same or has been through something similar. I think it's just great that you're doing this. This is a perfect place to get the community connected and, and share our stories because we have valid stories that are worthy of being heard. So many, right? So many stories. Let me close this up in prayer. Let's close this up. God, we thank you so much for this time. We thank you 
for the listener, God, that is curious about you, that is listening in on this message. I pray that you would bless them, that it would minister to their hearts, God. I pray that you bless Alexis and her husband as they continue to grow in their faith, God. Continue to show them and the listeners, God, how you are in their lives, how you are showing up, how your goodness, how you're faithful, how you want your best for them, God. Show them and may they draw near to you. May they... um. Just continue to be curious about you and your word and all the riches that you have in your holy word for us, God. Help us. And I ask that you bless every single listener today. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, thank you again for listening to the Holy Life Podcast. Come back next time for another episode. Take care. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Holy Life Podcast. Share this episode with a friend who needs some encouragement today. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes and please follow us on Instagram at The Holy Life Coach.